to remind you that the views expressed by hosts and guests of Radio Free Brooklyn do not represent the views of Radio Free Brooklyn, its staff, or management. Thank you for listening, and have a dope day! Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I am your host, Kay Edwards. How are all my blessed and highly favored people doing today? I know, I'm just wondering how you all survived the 4th of July with all the noise and the fireworks and everything. And speaking of fireworks, I heard that they are trying to implement a new way of doing fireworks that will be less damaging to the environment. They are thinking about doing the lights with drones, you know, putting the drones up in the sky to, to, uh, 
I guess, mark out whatever it is that you want to say. But thinking about that, uh, I don't know if that's really going to work. I mean, yes, it will be less damaging to the environment because they're saying that when we do fireworks, that it causes all the pollution and it breaks down the ozone layer. But how are you going to get those gigantic bursts that Macy's has with a drone? I just don't see it having the same effect. But I'm not sure when they said they were going to put it into place. But this is what they were thinking about. Because they're trying to save the environment. But we'll see. We'll see if it, you know, if it really happens. So I have another question for you guys. I'm going to, I'm full of questions this morning. Because lately... I've been feeling so drained. I'm wondering if it's just me. Has everyone been feeling drained lately? And I don't know if it's, I'm not sure if it's because we're trying to all get back into doing what we were doing after being shut away for like almost two and a half years or so. But it seems like everything I do, like last week, it was a normal week. But Saturday, which was actually yesterday, I was like so wiped out. And I'm wondering if it's just me feeling that way or is everyone feeling that way? I'm wondering if it's in the atmosphere and does everybody feel like, you know, no matter what you do, it just seems to be so, it takes so much effort to complete it. And it could just be me. It could be just something I'm going through. But I was just wondering if it was making you guys feel the same. So what else do I have to talk about? Um, let's see. I could talk about. Well, I could go straight into the show. Let's just do that. Let's just go straight into the show. If you missed any of my other shows, you could catch them on Spotify and Apple and other platforms where you get your podcasts from. And you could drop me a line at whatwouldksay at gmail.com if you want to give me some comments about how you're feeling about the show, anything you want me to investigate and maybe talk about. And if you feel like calling in today, yeah, I think I'm going to give out the call-out number today. Not that I think I'm going to get many calls, but 718 673 8201 718-673-8201 because I've been accused of talking too fast most of the time. So let's get right into the show. And today's show, I figured I'd keep it a little light. And it's probably just because the way I'm feeling. Let's just keep it a little light. We're going to talk about angels. Today's topic is who and what are angels? And we're going to talk about why God created them and what their purpose is. Now, you know, I've mentioned about talking about angels from before. I think it was in the beginning shows that I was talking about. I wanted to do a show on angels. And this show may take us into two shows because there's so much information. There really is a lot of information to talk about with angels. So I'm going to see how much I could get through today. And when I don't get through, we'll continue it next week. But I wanted to talk about why angels were created 
and their purpose. And when you think about it, the Bible says that God created us just a little lower than the angels. And that's according to Psalm 8. But when you think about angels, I want to know what comes to your mind. Like I've always been, from a little girl, I can remember, I was always fascinated with angels because you would hear about them, but you never really knew about them. You know what I mean? You knew that they were you knew that they were there, but you never really knew exactly like, okay, well, why are they there? So when I say angels, I want to know what comes to your mind. Is it the little chubby baby with the wings? Or is it something that looks like a gargoyle? I mean, people have their own views or visions of what angels look like. Does it look like a giant man to you? Is it like a just a giant man? And we see that angels first appeared in the Bible. Well, the first first appearance of angels in the Bible is when it said in Genesis, where did I write that? It was in Genesis 2, Genesis 2 and 1. That angels were created when heaven and earth was created. And Genesis 2, 1 to 2 says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. The host of them were the angels. So when God created the heaven and the earth, he created the angels. So we also see I know I'm I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm trying to get it in the order where I could keep it chronologically. We also see that angels first appeared outside of the Garden of Eden. And that's when Adam and Eve sinned and God had to make them leave the garden because the tree of life was still in the garden. And if they would have went back and eaten from the tree of life after they had already eaten from the other tree, we would be in chaos right now because they would have lived forever. So when he put them out of the garden, he set in front of the garden an angel who stands there with a fiery sword, turning it ever every way that you can possibly think of to keep people out of the garden. So now we have angels that have been identified in the Bible by their name. And there's three that were specifically identified by their name. We have Gabriel, who's mentioned in Daniel 8.16. We have Michael, who's known as the archangel. He's mentioned in Daniel 10.13. And then we have the infamous Mr. Lucifer the fallen one who's talked about in Isaiah 14, 12. But they're not the only angels in the Bible. Ezekiel describes to us how angels look. When we go to Ezekiel 1, 4 to 14, and I'm reading from the New King James Version, it says, Then I looked and behold, 
A whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself, and brightness was all around it and radiating out of its mist like a color of amber and out of the mist of the fire. Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Each had four faces. Each had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. They sparkled like the color of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under the wings on their four sides, and each of the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, each had a face of a man. Each of the four had a face of a lion on the right side. Each of the four had a face of an ox on the left side. And each of the four had a face of an eagle. Thus were their faces. Their wings stretched upward. Two wings on each one touched one another. And two covered their bodies. And each one went straight forward. And they went wherever the spirit wanted to go. And they did not turn when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire like the appearance of torches going back and forth among the living creatures. The fire was bright, and out of the fire went lightning, and the living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. Now this is what Ezekiel saw when he had encountered angels. Now, when I listen to that description, it also it almost makes me not want to run into an angel. I mean, I don't know if they all look like this, but when he was describing their face and their wings and their legs and their feet, I don't know if I would want to run into an angel. Well, I don't mind it that they're there. I mean, because I know, you know, they all say that I've heard that we all have guardian angels that watch over us. But I don't know if I would want to see mine. I'm not sure. Because I'm, okay. And I'm sure I probably mentioned this to you guys once before. I don't like things that are larger than life. Like, take for example, let me see like giant statues of people. I don't like looking at them. I don't like being up close to it. I don't like being around it. It it just gives me a sort of feeling. So when I think about that, I don't like the fact of giant statues of human people. I'm trying to figure out how would I react to these angels if I were to encounter one. I've never fainted in my life, but I think I would probably faint. I think I would probably faint if it looked like 
what Ezekiel is saying. But I don't think the angel that appeared to Mary looked like that. Because she didn't, uh, she wasn't all broken up when he came to talk to her about having a baby. So I'm not sure. I'm sure they probably look like many different things. Now, you heard me say cherub. Now, cherubs are a winged angelic being described in biblical tradition as attending on God. It is represented in middle in ancient Middle Eastern art as a lion or a bull with eagles, wings, and a human face. Now, that sounds like what Ezekiel was talking about. And regarded in traditional Christian angelology, angelology as an angel of, a, of the second highest order of the ninefold celestial hierarchy. And according to the Quran, the primary function of a cherub is to continually praise God. Now, when you hear about how Middle Eastern art depicted cherubs, it sounds like what Ezekiel said he saw. With the lion, the bull, with the eagle's wings, and the human face. So now, another fact about angels is angels cannot die. And Jesus speaks about them when making reference to the Sadducees about the resurrection. Another fact about angels is angels do not marry and they do not have a gender. That's interesting. So you won't have a female angel or a male angel. You'll just have an angel. But it seems like they're male because all their names sound male. Michael. Gabriel, Lucifer, even though they don't have a gender, they still have male names. Angels are spiritual beings and they don't have bodies. Now that's interesting. Angels are wise and intelligent. They discern good and evil. Angels are interested in the affairs of humans. They are always involved with what is happening with humans. And we see that in Psalm 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Also in Psalm 91, 11 and 12. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Now, where did we hear that? We heard that once before. We heard that same thing, that if you were to dash your foot against the stone, they would get to you before you, you did that. And we heard that when Lucifer was tempting Jesus in the wilderness. That's when he took him up on the mountain and he told him to throw himself off. Because the angels would protect him, you know, least he dash his foot against the stone. And that's when Jesus told him, we won't tempt the, you know, you're not supposed to tempt the Lord your God. But even Lucifer knew, even Satan knew the power of angels. Because, of course, he was one himself. So he's going to know what they're capable of doing and not doing. But angels are also messengers that God uses to speak to people. 
like I said, when the angel came to Mary to tell her that she was going to bear a child and he was going to save the world. And also in Daniel, when Daniel was praying to the Lord and the angel was trying to get the message back to Daniel, but he was caught up. He was caught up, held by, he was held by other angels that was fighting him so that he couldn't get down to give the message to Daniel. So angels are also messengers. And we also remember that Lot encountered angels in Sodom and Gomorrah. It was the angels that had came to town because they were coming to destroy the city because of its wickedness. And Lot had to hide the angels in his house so that the men wouldn't attack the angels. Even when Lot said that he would give his daughters, they didn't want the daughters. They wanted the angels. So in that case, that makes me know that angels must be beautiful as well. They don't all have to look like the cherubs. Because if the men wanted the angels, I can't imagine that they would want the angels that had the four faces. I'm sure these angels probably looked like something else for the men to want to go after them. We also see that angels have a will. And we know that they have a will because there was a number of them that left with Satan when he wanted to proclaim that he had as much power as God. He wanted to be worshipped like God. He had angels that followed him and left, left heaven when he left. So they have a will. They had a choice. They didn't have to leave with him. They could have stayed there and been like, you're on your own because they knew what the consequence was going to be. And angels also express emotions. And that's Job 38, 7. When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. So they express emotions because, and you would also, and that's true to believe that because if the angels, the cherubs that are around God, constantly saying, holy, 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 praising him all day long, they have to be able to express joy. They have to be able to express emotions because how else would they be able to sing praises if they couldn't feel emotions and how else would they be able to say besides having the free will oh we're gonna leave because yeah we feel lucifer should be put up on a pedestal and he should be god also that's an emotion that's an emotion that they chose to to exercise when they said oh no we're leaving because you know we don't like the fair treatment we don't like the unfair treatment that lucifer is getting up here in, in heaven So that also um, says how angels express emotions. But I want to know, when I said about the sons of God, where else have we seen the sons of God? Or where else have we heard that term, sons of God? Back in Genesis, Genesis 6-2, 
the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful and they took wives for themselves and all whom they chose. And then we jump down to 6-4. There were giants on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. So you see, the angels that had come down to earth, because we know that this is Satan's realm, they started sleeping with the daughters of men. And that's how I, well, this is just my own thing, not that I got it from the Bible, so don't say, oh, she's misquoting the Bible. This is how I see how, or I feel how, Some people just are inherently evil. They're just evil. I don't care what you do. There's just no changing the way they are. It makes me, it makes me believe that those people are descendants of this mixture that was going on back in Genesis 6 too. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, God did destroy the earth with water, and he had Noah, you know, Noah build that ark. But I say that there was still some, I'm sure, that are around. That's just the way I feel. Because we see that they were mixing with each other, and they were having children. But we're going to continue more with angels come next week because there's a lot more I need to tell you. But for now, we're just going to stay right there so that you could think about everything that I, I was saying to you about the angels and everything that they were doing and how they behave. But we're going to go more in depth next week because we're going to look at some other things that angels do and how they act. So for now, I think it's time for us to take a music break. You've been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn, What Brooklyn Sounds Like.
soul be still, oh my soul be lifted. He loves you, oh how he loves you. Oh my soul be still, oh my soul be lifted. He loves you, oh how he loves you. Oh, my soul be still, oh my soul be lifted. Cause he loves you, oh how he loves you. Oh, my soul be still, oh my soul be lifted. He Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. My head and my heart never truly align when I think of tomorrow. Even when I find it hard to see a way. When all I feel is fear and pain I'll look to you and I'll call your name Jesus You'll come through for me Yes, I believe in you, my provider You come through for me Yes, I believe in you My provider oh, oh, yeah. It's so easy to put all my faith in Jesus When everything is sweet like honey What if the real miracle that I need is found in the waiting even when I find it hard to see away when all I feel is fear and pain yeah I'll look to you and I'll call your name Jesus oh 
You come through for me Yes, I believe in you, my provider Whoa, yeah You come through for me Yes, I believe in you, my provider You never fail me For if the birds do fly Tell me why should I Why should I be afraid? You will supply all that I need. Yes, you will. Whoa, So if the birds do fly, tell me why should I be worried? Why should I be afraid? Lord, you will supply all Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn, What Brooklyn Sounds Like. It is now time for the part of the show that I call Op-Ed. Now last week, I said that we were going to talk about an op-ed, monkeypox, because I keep hearing about this monkeypox, and I really want to know what it is, and I'm sure a lot of you are probably wondering the same thing. What is this monkeypox? So now, monkeypox is, okay, we're going to do the different, because I thought monkeypox was like chickenpox. I don't know. I I just thought they were one and the same, just, you know, a different animal. But it's not. The difference between monkeypox and chickenpox is the diseases are caused by different viruses. Monkeypox is an orthopox virus, while chickenpox is caused by a varicella zoster virus which also causes shingles. Both viruses can spread through close contact, through respiratory droplets, and direct contact with skin lesions and recently contaminated objects. So they're spread by two different types of viruses. So now, monkeypox is spread from one person to another through prolonged close contact by inhaling the infected droplets or direct contact with infected bodily fluids, lesions, or scabs on the skin 
or contaminated objects such as bedding or clothing. It may also be passed on by direct contact during sex. So now here are some of the symptoms of monkeypox. Fever, headache, muscle aches and backache, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion, a rash that can look like pimples or blisters that appears on the face, inside the mouth, and on other parts of the body like the hands, feet, chest, genitals, or anus. Now, when I read that, when I read the symptoms, those symptoms fall under so many different other things. The only difference is the rash. But you could have exhaustion, chills, swollen lymph nodes, muscle and body aches, headache, feet. That seems to be the MO for almost every thing going around today. No wonder people are so anxious all the time because you get a fever or you get a body ache. You're like, oh my gosh, what do I have? Do I have monkeypox? Do I have COVID-19? Do I have the flu? Do I have the regular common cold? Do I just have, do I just have just body aches? Can I just have normal body aches and not having to think the worst of everything? Now, there's no treatments specifically for monkeypox. However, Monkeypox and smallpox viruses are genetically similar, which means that the antiviral drugs and vaccines that was developed to protect against smallpox may be used to prevent and treat monkeypox. Now, how convenient is that? That because monkeypox and smallpox, their viruses are similar, they can be treated with the same antiviral drug. How to avoid monkeypox? Avoid close physical contact with people who are sick. Do not kiss, hug, or share eating utensils or cups with others. Wash your hands, often with soap and water. Keep your hands away from your eyes, nose, and mouth. So once again, the same way to stop the spread, like with every other virus and every other ailment that we have going on, is basic hygiene. Keep your hands washed. Social distance, so you're not inhaling everyone else's droplets when they speak. And probably still wear your mask. I mean, if you can get monkeypox by inhaling droplets, that means the same way coronavirus is spread by inhaling droplets, so is monkeypox. So you could get, so in other words, from what I'm reading from this and Correct me if I'm wrong. You can get monkeypox without having sex with someone. Without being next to someone with lesions or in contact with infected bodily fluids. 
you could get monkeypoxed by standing there having a conversation with somebody that's in your face that doesn't have a mask on that has monkeypox and you're inhaling their droplets. And then you come home with monkeypox and you're like, where did I get this from? I didn't sleep with anybody because now, because, and I say this, I'm saying this because everyone wants to label monkeypox as being, air quotes, a gay disease. They want to label it like they labeled AIDS. But the difference is with this monkeypox, you can pass it the same way you can pass corona. You don't have to have sex with someone to get monkeypox, according to what this is saying. I mean, unless I'm understanding it wrong, monkeypox spreads from one person to another through prolonged close contact by inhaling the infected droplets or direct contact with infected bodily fluids. But say if I never had sex with anybody, say if I'm not having sex with anybody, but I'm just in a crowd, at a bar, at a party, there's dozens of people, no one's wearing a mask, everybody's drinking, having fun, talking, Everyone's talking in the atmosphere and everything is just floating around in the air. If someone in that group has monkeypox, according to what this says, you can be infected with monkeypox, just like you can be infected with COVID-19. So, once again, wear your mask, Wash your hands and social distance. That seems to be what the norm is going to be for those of us who don't want to contract any of these diseases that's floating around in the atmosphere. End of discussion. That's the only way you're going to be able to keep yourself safe. I mean, of course, you know, you got to make sure of who you're sleeping with and everything like that. But that goes without saying, because you should have been making sure who you were sleeping with before monkeypox. I mean, we still have venereal diseases running around out there. Syphilis didn't just disappear. Gonorrhea didn't just disappear. Those things are still out there. It's just that nobody talks about it because there's so many other things that are now added on to the list. So if you keep a list or if you know, you know what? I just want to keep myself safe. You're going to practice safe sex. But what it's really telling us, and I can't tell you what to do, But what it's really telling us is we shouldn't be running around having sex with other people that's not our our partners anyway. Right? Because according to the Bible, we're not supposed to be fornicating. We're not supposed to be out there just laying all over the place with everybody. So if you took that into consideration, just that one little part, you could save yourself a whole lot of headache. Because you really don't know who you're with when you're out there. And that goes with, like I said, it's not just monkeypox. That goes with all of the venereal diseases. You don't know who you're with. You don't know what you're going to contract when you just go and be with people. So it's going right back to once again, in order to keep yourself safe, you have to be chaste. You have to know who you're with. You should wear your mask. You should wash your hands and you should social distance. This is 
it's almost like it's like building blocks now. It's like building blocks. It's like, oh, okay. They didn't get the message the first time. Boom. I'm going to put another building block over here. See how they climb that one. Because every time you turn around, it's something else. As soon as you think you have something under control, like right now, even though we know we have the different variants of COVID, people are mostly, for the most part, vaccinated. So people feel, you know, I'm safe. You know, I wear my mask. I'm vaccinated. I'm good. Now, boom, you got monkeypox. Where did this come from? OMG. Really? As soon as we thought it was safe to go back into the water, it's not safe to go back into the water. So it just gives you something to think about. It just gives you something to think about. It gives you something to think about when it comes to your behavior. And like I said, I can't tell you what to do. Everyone has free will. Everyone has a mind of their own. Everyone can make their own decisions. But if you really, really think about it, is it really worth the risk? Is it really worth the risk to contract something that you're like, they don't even know how to cure this. But now you're going to have it. And now I don't know. I don't know if once you get it and it leaves, I don't know if the lingering effects, they didn't say anything about that. But we all know as children, we got chicken pox. We all got chicken pox as children. And now as adults, now we have to look around the corner because we might get shingles. And I know I've known several people that have had shingles more than once. Whereas we only got chicken pox once, but now because the virus is dormant in our bodies, we can now get shingles and we can get it more than once. And shingles is not good. Shingles is painful. Everyone that I've known that had it, they said it is the worst. Now, we thought having chicken pox as a child was bad because we were itching all over the place and we had all those little bumps all over us. But shingles is is painful and it's itchy. So imagine that you want to scratch, but you can't scratch because it hurts. But we get we are prone to that. Some people are prone to that just from, you know, having chicken pox as a child. But now this monkey pox, we could really avoid that because Unlike chickenpox, monkeypox, you don't pick up as a childhood disease. This is something that you pick up as an adult. So that means that you could avoid it. And if you can't avoid it, why wouldn't you want to avoid it? Because I know I don't want to be walking around with lesions all over me like chickenpox that look like chickenpox as an adult. Who wants to look like that? Nobody. So it just comes with common sense. And I can't even say common sense because... People are going to do what they want to do. What it really boils down to is you have to make the decision for yourself. What's more important, how you want to live your life. And what it is that you're willing to, to deal with the consequences of, because we all know with every action, there's a reaction and there's always a consequence to everything that we do, whether it be good or bad, but there's always a consequence. So you just have to decide within yourself just how many consequences are you ready to deal with in this lifetime? And is it really worth it? That's another question. 
that you need to ask yourself. Is it really worth it? And that ends up, Ed. Now, our word of the month, which we have for July, and it's still going to be the same word of the month because, hey, we're still in July, right? Our word of the month for this month is, what did I do with that? Oh, preparation, the action or process of making ready or being made ready for use or consideration. And our promise for this week is going to come from, let's see. Our promise for this week is going to come from Psalm 91. And I need to put my glasses on to see this. And it's going to be Psalm 91, 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's our promise for this week. I want everyone to have a blessed week. I want everyone to stay safe. Social distance. Remember, we were just talking about that. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. Enjoy the weather today. It's gorgeous out. It was so nice and crisp coming in this morning, but it's going to go up to like 80s. Next week is supposed to have a scorcher, so prepare yourself for that as well. But do have a wonderful week. Stay safe. Stay blessed until God brings us back together again. Peace.
this Time and time again You have proven You do just what you say Though the storms may come And the winds may blow I'll remain 